There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. And welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jason Matheson along with uh, Alexis Thompson and Holly Roberts. Coming up this third hour in a matter of seconds. Alexis has this uh, Wednesday edition of Am I the Ass Hat? Holly has the. And then tomorrow is the debut of season two of, and just like that, it's getting good reviews, great reviews. SJP is everywhere. Kristen Davis is everywhere. Cynthia Nixon is everywhere. Good Morning America uh, just aired part two of their interview with SJP talking about the return of Samantha. And you'll find out why that didn't go quite as planned. So that's coming up at 8, uh, 8.30. Who leaked it? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But right now, as I said, Alexis has the Wednesday edition of Am I the Asshat? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the Asshat? Yes. I picked this mainly for the title, but it is an interesting concept. I've never been to a wedding like this. I'm curious to see if you guys have too. Am I the asshat for refusing to wet myself for my sister-in-law's wedding? What? Um, okay. Yeah. Let me explain. Thank you. Okay. Now, we're pulling these directly from the Reddit feeds, so uh, this is definitely coming from a point of view, and of course, we react. All right, so he writes, the wedding happened in a little river. And I mean in the river, in the water. The minister, the bride and groom stood on a little strip of land, so they weren't wet, but all the attendants were expected to stand in knee-deep rushing water for the whole ceremony. I'm sure it made for great photos, but I personally really dislike mud, germs, insects, and whatever diseases are found in that stream. 
the kids who couldn't easily stand in the water that might that might be as tall as their whole body that's knee length they were left in the ankle deep water nearby with a couple of older women when i refused to remove my shoes socks and pull up my dress pants my husband offered that i stay with the kids and i said no i refused to walk in that water even if it was just ankle deep apparently most people there knew about the water thing but i didn't My husband knew, but he claims he, quote, forgot to tell me. The ceremony could have easily moved forward without me with me standing on the shore just a few feet away from the kids. But no, the bride and groom apparently refused to start until every person was in the water. My husband was wading back and forth between his sister and me to mediate. My husband was becoming visibly angry at me the longer it went on and kept acting like I was in the wrong. The bride and groom eventually relented and the ceremony went on, which delayed it about 30 minutes. And at the after party, I felt like I was being avoided by everyone, including my husband. Uh, there was That was nearly two weeks ago, but now my husband, who was stone-faced, he refused to talk about me. He doesn't even want to entertain addressing it at all. He's telling me that he... I humiliated him in front of his family and um, that I would get angry if you keep bringing this topic up. Put it to rest. I'll try to forget what you did. But I feel like I did nothing wrong. I feel blindsided. And if I knew, I would have faked a stomach bug and not attended the thing at all. (laughs) Am I the asshat? 651-641-1071. What say you? No! (laughs) Okay. Yes. No. <laughs> Can you say it again? No. <laughs> okay. You know, you Lex, you know how to trigger me. Lex knows me. I I, I, I love these that deal with weddings because I just said this on Monday. I have such strong feelings about weddings. I really do. Uh-huh. It is absolutely your prerogative as the marrying people uh-huh. to do whatever wacky ass thing you want to do. It yes. is your day. This is kind of a two thing, two prong thing. I firmly believe that. I said that on Monday. I felt yeah. that way about my wedding. Yep. I, I've, it is whatever you want to do. However, and here is the dot, dot, dotity dot. <laughs> yes. If you do something out of the ordinary, if you do something not conventional, that's great. But just like a destination wedding that can cost your guests thousands of dollars, you need to temper your expectations. Yeah. You cannot expect everybody if you're going to have you're going <laughs> to have your wedding <laughs> in a, in a, in uh, underwater. Yeah, your guests have the same free will. Uh, yeah, I'm not free willy. I'm not going in the water for your wedding. I'm not. I'll stand on the shore. I'll wave to you. But you can't be mad. I really do believe that. You can do what you want, but you gotta, you can't expect everybody to do something that's completely wackadoodle. Is there something to be said, though, about just get in the water? Like, is it really. No, that big no of a means deal? no. And yeah, yeah, it is. No, I no agree. I'm just no. trying to. I know you are. You know, Bless see your, if there's I know, like another. Yep. Well, how do you feel, my dear Actually, friend? Actually, Brenda, she emailed us. She says, water, suck it up, buttercup, get in. Jeez. No. Huh. Yeah, no, I just, I think you're right. Um, if Well, part of me wonders, you know, is the husband maybe the asshat in this situation? Uh, because if he knew about it, you kind of have to maybe sure, prepare for that, you know? And maybe he knew that 
um, his husband not, might not like this uh, in the first place. So it's like, well, he's there. Maybe he'll just do it. And then when he refused, then it became an issue. Before you know? we go to Danielle on the line, yeah, I'm I'm really curious because I can't read your face. Holly, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. do you stand on this? No, I love a boundary. You know, if you don't, I, I, think, I love yeah. a boundary. Yeah. If you don't want to do something like that, which is extraordinary, let's yeah. face it, that That's is an weird. extraordinary yes. request. Yes, it is. And if folks don't want to participate in your extraordinary request, you have to respect a boundary and you have to be like, you know what? I know that this is above and beyond. We think that this is going to be really cool. But if you don't want to do this, got to respect that. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's I how that I line. feel, too. Yeah. I love about... Yes. I mean, at least I he's there. At least he showed up. He's celebrating. Right. He's still... Yes. You can still hear from the shoreline. But it is also, Lex, I love what you said, too. It is... Uh, there is a managing of expectations that I hope happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope just for the sake of fighting, just before you get there, just say, hey, I don't want to ruin the day, nor do I want to cause drama on your day. But I am letting you know here on Monday before we get to Saturday, I shan't be in the water. (laughs) I shan't. (laughs) Can you imagine? They're like, okay, now it's time to remove your shoes and socks. No. It's like, wait a second, what? No. Because let me bring, uh, Daniel, I swear I'll get to you. I know you're on hold. Let me me give you a real life example. What if you invited Dawn McClain? Oh, yeah, who hates water. Dawn can't even look at a water uh, watercolor painting of water. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's and a I'm good not, point. I'm not making fun of her. I'm bringing. A, she's the only person in my life that I know, or the person that I know that has that level of fear of water. Yeah. And my talkers, you know her obviously. So what if you invite Dawn? Would be like, uh, no. From a distance. That's right. Let's go to Danielle on line one. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to the show. How do you feel about this? Hey, yes, I'm a wedding photographer, so I've seen everything oh. you can possibly imagine. Oh, thanks um, for calling. But, but I uh, I agree with you. You know, you have to tell people if you're going to expect something like that ahead of time. I mean, it's it's kind of different, but I had pe- I've had people get married literally on the edge of a cliff, and they had bridesmaids who were terrified of heights, so they just moved it back. No, yeah, um, no. I don't. I don't really get why it's such a big deal that this girl didn't want to get into water if she was disgusted by it. Like, Danielle, can I ask? Yeah. Da, can I, Danielle? Can I ask you something related, but yet not related? But since we have you, I'm taking full yeah. advantage of it. Have you ever yeah. had a Have you ever had a bride or groom completely freak out at you? Not at me. No. Okay. Have you ever seen a complete meltdown? Um. Well. And it didn't happen to me. I've seen plenty of meltdowns. It's something kind of a craziest story um, is a friend of mine at two separate weddings. She has had a grandmother pass away at the wedding. What? Yes. Oh, no. One one died on the way to the ceremony in a car accident. Um, And then another one literally just like left us during cocktail hour while she was sitting with her drink in her hand. Wow. Well, I'm not making light of the second one, but that's how I want to go. I mean, you know what, what I mean? I just, girl, just <laughs> Jason sitting there, 70 year, hopefully 70 year old Jason, 75 year old, just with my vodka soda in my hand. Clip, you know, check please. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. 
Thank you for calling, Danielle. Yeah, and especially if they're worried about the photos and stuff, you know, just he could easily just back away. You know, just don't include me in the photos then. Photoshop me. Fine. Right? (laughs) Yes. Ask me to stand behind the photographer while, while we're doing it. It's no problem. It's the it's the modern world where we're joking, but we're not joking. You take uh, uh, put her on in front of a white screen and Photoshop her ass in there. It's easy. Yeah, we're it's the 21st century. We can Photoshop anything. We're not going to ruin your photos uh, anyway. That was and until that one person just ruin it, and then you're delaying it for 30 minutes. Yeah, just move along. The ceremony would have been over. Yes. You're also, you know what? There is some personal, and I like you said. There's some personal responsibility with the, with the, the 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 marrying folks because you're giving power over to that one person yes. over uh, for your day. You, it's almost you got to take back control. Don't let that person. She's not going to do it. You're not going to change her mind. So therefore, make the best of it because you're letting you are letting her ruin your moment, not the other way around. She has set a boundary. I'm wrapping everything up here. Holly's line. Mm-hmm. She has set a boundary. You have to respect it. And if you don't, then then from that point forward, it's really on you. It really is on you. So, oh, that was a good left. Ooh. You can see more of these on Reddit's um, Am I the A-Hole uh, thread. That's where we take these from, as Alexis said. And we have these discussions Monday and Wednesdays at the top of the third hour right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. When we come back, Holly Roberts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We are live. But if you're listening to this on the podcast, this is the future. It's time for the Dirt Alert with Holly Roberts. Where are we in time and space? We are. We. I don't know. I don't know. What? What? What, what we're going to talk about? This is the future, Lex. Where? This is the future, Lex. What's the frequency, Kenneth? What? 24.4. <laughs> Let's talk about Mission Impossible 7. Uh, the movie had its world premiere in Rome earlier this week. The reactions are pretty positive to the movie. Yeah. Folks are liking it. Uh-huh. And here's a little fun fact about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is that there is a stunt in this film. It's a motorcycle stunt performed by Tom Cruise. Allegedly, supposedly, this is one of the most dangerous stunts that Tom Cruise has ever done. And they filmed this the first day of shooting at Tom Cruise's insistent. Because, look, it was a practical reason for this. This movie cost $200 million to make. And Tom Cruise was like, look, if I mess this up, Riding a motorcycle off of a cliff, we're gonna have to rewrite this movie. Yeah, because if I messed up, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be making a completely different film. Wow, I know, I know, this is overly simplistic, but we ran the uh, snippets of the premiere. I, th- I think yesterday on the TV show, or we ran something, and and in looking at the trailer, I just said to the audience, I said, Tom will likely have the number one movie for two summers in a row. And I don't think that's by accident because both Top Gun and Mission Impossible, they're movies with a capital M. And right now, it's post-pandemic. It, it, it's not impossible. Not, I mean, it wasn't. everyone thought movies would never come back. But movie theaters, I mean. 
It's not impossible to get people to come to the movie theater. Top Gun proved that last year, last summer. But this is the type of movie that motivates butts into seats. It's just because you want it. And I would argue, critics be damned, I think Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is the type of movie. You know what I mean? Because they're the movies. Yeah. They're, you know, that's. It's, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not phrasing it as well as I would like this morning, but it's just big and loud, and it's Tom Cruise. He's one of the last movie stars. You know what I mean? I don't I, I, mm-hmm. I said you know what I mean too much, but yeah. There's an expectation that if you're going to go to the movie theater, you want movie spectacle. Thank you. And yes. the bar has been raised to that point. Why would I go to the movie theater if I'm not going to watch Tom Cruise drive a motorcycle off of a cliff? <laughs> yes. What <laughs> Holly said. Down. Yeah. Wow. Right, Lex? I mean, it's. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, because we're seeing some films struggle at the box office. The big news in Hollywood this week is the failure, the double failure of The Flash and Elemental. Those two movies were supposed to bring home a big box office last weekend, both massive disappointments. And now Hollywood's trying to figure out, well, gee, what do people want to go and see in the movie theater? Yeah, The Flash is surprising. Um, But I think it's all the Ezra Miller stuff that really put a damper on that. Otherwise, it's Mm -hmm. a big film. Elemental, we know that eventually it will be on Disney+. Plus. So... Can we wait? I'm bound and determined to save that movie single-handedly. I, yeah. I'm going to go see it. I, I want to review yeah. it because everyone is saying that when they see it, it's fantastic. Yep. So I, I have to see it. I'm I'm making a mission to see it. And All right. It, but it, again, it goes back to the fact that there are a lot yeah, of I, folks who are just yep. like, is this something that I'm going to go to a second location to watch? Yeah. Am I going to put on pants and watch Elemental? <laughs> yep. Yeah, not your soft pants. Not in your soft pants. Am I going to put on hard pants to go to the <laughs> go to yeah. the movie theater? Well, there's a lot of soft pants people there. Oh, oh that's God, true. People without shoes. Somebody at my no! talker sent me a picture. I, I forgot to tell you guys this. This was a couple weeks ago. My talker um, sent me a picture. She goes, Jace. I know this would enrage you like it's enraging me. Um, she said, "This is what I'm looking at right now." And the woman took a discreet photo of the woman next to her. With her naked feet, all like, ugh, all gross and it, unmanicured and just, ugh. I'm when, like, oh. oh. When did going to the movie theater turn into an impromptu slumber party? Yes. Well, anyway. when they started making reclining seats yeah. that heat up uh, and I guess so. fold all the way down and, you know, it's nappy time. <laughs> nappy, nappy time. Oh, my goodness. No, she walked in with sandals, right? She just took her sandals off. I think We're so. We're not talking the, about what Chris Pine is doing. Oh, no. No, but I think what made the My Talker gross out and me was her, her feet were nasty. Oh. That's what made it worse. They were just nasty, yeah, nasty yeah. little hooves. You got to do some foot prep. Uh, over in Paris last night, Pharrell Williams brought out all the A-list celebrities for his Louis Vuitton yes. menswear debut. I do like that the internet is really hating on Kim Kardashian's outfit, saying it's one of her worst of all time and that it's serving Minecraft. Uh, oh, I, I, I haven't seen what she wore, but I I saw pictures from the fashion show, and I oh, want to go to there. I love Louis, and I love Pharrell, yes. and there's some 
glasses I'm coveting for my birthday. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Just the thing. Mark it yeah. on your wish list. Oh, I love what wish. Kim has on. It is serving Minecraft, though. I, it absolutely <laughs> is. The whole line that was checkered and... And Ooh. just like that debuts tomorrow, we have updates and more when we return. Hey, everybody. It's Jace from my family at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. 12 years come and gone so fast. That's my spin on an Oprah theme song. Anyway, I have talked about skin rejuvenation for 12 years. And a lot of things have changed. But what hasn't is their commitment to you. And I know that sounds like a cheesy line, but it's not. They want to reward you because listen to this. If you've never, ever, ever, ever been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic before and you go when you mention me, you're going to get two things. You're going to get a free consultation, which usually they charge for. And number two, you are going to get a discount on your first full price service. Something like a hydrofacial or injectables or Botox fillers. If you've waited, you're going to save money now. So don't wait. If you've already been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic and you refer a family member or friend, you are going to get a discount and they are going to get a discount. How great is that? But the appointments are booking up. So please, please, please call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic this week and make sure you mention me for these savings. Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything, and just like that. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Tomorrow's the big day on Max. It is the second seri- uh, season premiere of Sex in the City's spinoff, and just like that. And over there on HBO, or I'm sorry, over there on Max. So, uh, as you can imagine, all of the stars, including SJP, uh, they're out doing some mad press. And I've watched a lot of these interviews. And from what I can gather, I'll play some of them, but what, from what I can gather from all of them that I've watched with SJP... Uh, we guessed this, but it is really true. They heard us. They heard us. Uh, SJP said as much when she talked about the t- tonally uh, what season two consists of. She heard us. Michael Patrick yes. King heard us. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Sarah, just, yeah. Here is a little bit of SJP. Uh, you know, two of the big things happening in this season is uh, Samantha's return and also Aiden's return. You know, Kim Cattrall and Samantha have taken up a lot of oxygen in the room. But hello, before that was released, we were all excited about Aiden coming back. So here is Sarah Jessica talking about the return of Aiden and working with John Corbett. Take a listen. Oh, it, was, it was amazing and fun and so comfortable and familiar and happy. He brings such a wonderful energy. I don't mean spiritual, I mean real energy to the set. And he just is so good at what he does. It's it's seemingly so easy for him. It's not, of course, he cares a lot and works really hard, but it just makes it that much easier for me. Um, I'm excited about the story. I, I knew I would be when we talked about it before the season started. And um, it's just, Really wonderful. Sarah Jessica talking to Extra on the return of Aiden. 
Did you guys like Aiden? Lex, did you guys, did you, did you like him? Yeah, I'm excited to have him back. I think that there was some unresolved love there. So to have a second chance, I'm excited to see how that shakes out. I liked him. Did you? I liked Aiden a lot. Out of all of Carrie's men's, Aiden was, I didn't like him at first. Mm. I did not like him at first, but I grew. How about you, Holly? Yeah, I think that Aiden was the best for Carrie. But, uh, out of, uh, yeah, out of all the guys, I think so. I think that he was kind and genuine and brought out things in Carrie that, well, quite frankly, she just wasn't comfortable confronting a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Remember, she found out that he's married. So I wonder, uh, clearly, something's going on there. Well, I love that, you know, Michael Patrick King, the everything, the showrunner, blah, blah, blah. Um, he said to Sarah Jessica right away, if they were going to do, if they were going to come back and they were going to do it just like that, he was very clear. And Sarah Jessica agreed. They wanted Carrie to be single. Yes. I think that fundamentally, if you're building this house, don't you think that's a smart move? Don't you think that's a smart foundational, uh, a foundational element for this, I, I do. I don't know about Absolutely, you Absolutely, yes. I think Carrie is way more interesting single. And single at a different age now, you know? Yeah. Yes. Well, and, you know, she's just running into him. So who knows? You know, she still could be. Well, I think she's having, and... I think she's having a lot of sex in the city. Right. Well, <laughs> I yeah, think but... she's having post-morning sex. Mm-hmm. I do. Um. So let's let's talk about. The return of Kim for a second, so we just handled oh, Aiden. Yeah. Okay. A lot of Sarah Jessica's interviews uh, focused on it, and Michael Patrick King is also out there doing interviews. He talked to Andy, talked to Andy Cohen on his radio show, and he went there. Uh, we kind of guessed that this wasn't. Uh, you remember the day that it came out? We came on the air and we're like, "Was this supposed to be released?" Oopsie. Whoopsie. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's what we thought. This was never supposed to be released. Here's Michael Patrick King and Andy talking about that. And Andy didn't pull any punches. I'm so annoyed <laughs> that the Kim Cattrall news got out. I'm yeah, assuming that the plan was... The plan was not to have that news out. My goal was to have everybody watching yes! the show. And Carrie looks at her yes! phone and sees the word Samantha, and then the audience's head blows off. Right. And they can't believe it. It's even, you know, edited I'm for so your reaction. Annoyed. It was annoying, yeah. The whole thing How is, did it get out? No Do idea. Do you know? No oh, idea. That is so... And it, and it was released like a second before I got a call. Uh, there, a Hollywood reporter is going to go with it. Now it's gone. I guess you only get one spoiler save when Big died last year. Nobody yeah, right. knew it. And that's yes. the only one I get in my entire career, I guess. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Kim Cattrall's new Netflix series debuts tomorrow, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That uh, Glamorous. Glamorous. Is yeah. uh, dropping tomorrow. Wow. Do you think? Do you think Kim leaked it? I do. I do. I think it you, was Kim's people, or and her. Yeah. You do. I do. Lex. Mm. Yeah, you had some very compelling reasons why, Holly. Oh man, do you think there's anything to? Well, because right there wouldn't be. be I, I, at first, we thought, well, maybe because they were filming and they saw them together, but we know that that's not the case. Someone had to have said something. Yeah. Well, it was an exclusive drop. Yeah. Remember when the story leaked and when it's exclusive, that means the call's coming from inside the house. Yeah. 
But yeah. then I guess it's determining whose house. My theory is that it's Kim Cattrall's house, but it could be some HBO executive's house as well. Yep, exactly. Yeah. They did the negotiation, but but that is that cutting their nose off despite their face. Right. The HBO executives. And what would be Kim Cattrall's motivation? I don't know. Just to be difficult, but that's not fair to her Mm-mm. to say that, you know? No. Unless it's an assistant or something. or Here's Diane Sawyer. Upset. This is uh, this just dropped moments ago. Good Morning America has a, exclu- a big sit-down with SJP with Diane Sawyer. They pulled Diane out. Ooh. And uh, this just aired. So this is fresh from the farm, girl. Fresh soundbite. I literally just laid it, my egg. Anyway, uh, here is SJ talking to Diane about the return of Kim. Is coming back. And Kim Cattrall is coming back for a scene. Yes, she yeah. is. And you're executive producer, so you were mm-hmm. part of the decision making. Yes, that. definitely. I think a really nice idea to celebrate our 25th anniversary, to have this surprise um, appearance. We're all disappointed that it leaked i mean i i feared it would because it's kind of it was like a kernel on hot oil you know (laughs) it's like we forgot to turn the flame off or something at least the content of it is still thus far a secret and aiden i love you carrie they had such specific demands in the past and carrie was always struggling with trying to live up to those and always falling short that it would be a really interesting reunion. Ten years just. And even some of Carrie's quirky old clothes will make subtle reappearances in the new season. Yes! Oh, back to that fashion. That was Diane Sawyer. I think this is going to be a kick in the pants. Yeah. I, I, I choose to be optimistic. I had my I had a list of Same. complaints about season one. We all did. But I think they have learned their lesson. And I think this is going to be big numbers for Max. I really do. I think people are coming back to the yard with their milkshake. Yeah. And part of this, I think, is the leak of leaking of the, the, the news. I, it, there you is know? A, it is the good and the bad. Yeah. I know they're all disappointed. And I got to tell you, as a fan, I am mourning. This sounds so dramatic, Jason. Yeah, that you know. I, I, I'm, I'm not more. I am. I am. I am irritated as a fan that we were robbed. Because we said it a couple weeks ago, the three of us. Could you imagine us that next morning? Oh, oh, yeah, oh we'd be losing I mean, our minds. The surprise, losing, and the way they would have edited it, edited it. You just heard Michael Patrick King say it was edited that way. You would see the text, which is normal. We wouldn't say, you know, they were texting last season. Uh-huh. You would see the text, and I'm getting goosies. And then they would cut uh. to Kim. We would, I, I would, we would just piss. yeah sure would we would all there would be stains in every living room we would be laughing and leaking all over our living room and i'm bummed that we 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 don't get that we don't get that 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 bothers me i'm hoping that we get something that's maybe half the equivalent of that in yeah. this second season of And Just Like That. Maybe, maybe, maybe there'll be like a half a surprise. Other maybe. characters are right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hopefully. Or that fashion moment. She wears that puffy jacket. That I know. Oh, you love that puffy jacket, girl. You love that puffy jacket. I, I know you do. That. Well, there are little Samanthas. I'm talking low, Jay. 
Come out to LoJ mm-hmm. for their live broadcast, the final one for this Pride Month, presented by David at First Equity. Yeah. Lori and Juliet will be at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters uh, tomorrow. They're going to celebrate Pride. You can enter to win some fun prizes like Sam Smith concert tickets and more. Details on our website at mytalk1071.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Oh, T-Swift. T-Swift week. Just a reminder, because we said the opposite a lot, so Metro Transit has switched gears, literally. Uh, They are adding bus service, additional bus services, additional train services, a couple donkeys, some uh, burros. (laughs) Yeah. Holly found out they're bringing some off-season tauntauns in from Hoth. Bless their hearts, they're going to be overheated. (laughs) Yeah, they need some diva fans. Couple couple mini ponies. Yeah. Yeah. So just make arrangements. Some 60,000 people are descending Each like night. locusts. Just I for the Taylor, locusts. Yeah, just, yeah. Taylor Swift concerts alone. Yeah. Not wow. to mention, um, I'm going to be part of the locusts for, uh, I'm believe there for Charlie Puth. Oh, yeah. Is that Friday or Saturday night? Or is it Sunday? It's Sunday, too. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Sunday. Are you going Sunday? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going Sunday. Okay. Sorry. I thought it was yeah. just... I think it's Sunday. Oh. Colin, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Sunday. I have no idea. You'll just show just up. Going. Yeah. I'll just go. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the hell we're doing. I bet he puts on a really fun show. I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him. Um, I also love Adele. Now, again, I've been laughing that Adele's performing in Vegas uh, on my birthday. She actually, it's one of the weekends that she's there, but I would have to sell a couple relatives to get tickets uh, because the nosebleeds. I saw one ticket yesterday because I keep looking. Actually, let me do this yeah, real quick. Let's see. Let me yeah. see. What's, what's the actual retail price? Here we go. I let mean, me some just relatives you, might be worth it. Yeah, you know. I could. I, there's a couple I could sell right now and I wouldn't miss them. Third cousin, um, Jer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do my Let's do August 5th. Let me just give you a roundabout. Okay, we would do. Um, there we go. There we go. Okay. Um, nosebleeds, and I'm talking like third balcony. The cheapest one right now is eight ten each. Oh, wow! And that is severe. No, that's the third balcony. Now let me go on the floor, like right in front of the stage. Ooh, so you can like see Adele's jack itch. That's right. The cheapest. <laughs> the cheapest. Real. The cheapest right now in right in the middle is two thousand three hundred twenty three hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Each. Uh, the most expensive in this row, which is right in the middle, and this is no joke, twenty six thousand nine hundred and ninety six dollars each. What? Yes, that person's never going to get that. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Yeah. The next one is eighteen thousand and seventeen. Where are you right now? This is StubHub. Oh wow. Um, let me move over to the left a little bit. Yeah, the cheapest to the left a little bit. Row L, right in front of the stage, a little bit to the left though. Twenty, another twenty six hundred dollars. Wow. For Adele. No. What is your birthday? You can splurge a little. Get those eight hundred dollar tickets. Yeah, girl. And just sneak down. Yeah. 
sneak down. This ain't the fair, girl. This ain't the, <laughs> this ain't the grandstand. I mean, what, are Lori and Julie okay, at the Beach Boys? Yeah, yeah, but they also have a good seat. <laughs> oh, you know those $20,000 tickets? Those are going to get comped for some yes. whale that comes into Caesars Palace that weekend. Thank you. And yes. they're not going to have to pay a dime. They're going to see Adele's jock itch for free. Sure yeah, will. Mm. I uh, oof, oof. I was loving her too. The reason I brought her up is BuzzFeed uh, put together a lot of tweets from people because Adele, I guess, added like a rainbow colored train to one of her dresses in the show to for pride. Yeah, and people are losing their mind because again, you know, it's real fashionable to hate gay people in 2023. I'm not even being facetious. It's the new thing, you know. Um. People are shocked that Adele likes the gays, to which I said, to which I I, la- I can't even really be mad at this, because this of all the anti-gay stories in 2023, oh. this is the one that I'm like, are you, I hate, I hate calling people dumb, but I'm going to do it. You're a homophobic uh, idiot, so I can call you dumb. Um, you're that dumb. You're that unaware. You're shocked that Adele supports gay people. Uh, one person claimed, I used to love you, Adele, but I didn't expect you to support homosexuality. Then another person wrote on, on Instagram, we lost another celebrity. What? Another. Pity your beautiful uh, voice supports homosexuals. Oh my gosh. You Ugh. homophobic morons. So Adele responded with one little gif. And it's Robin Williams blowing a kiss during the birdcage. <laughs> yes! <laughs> no caption, no explanation, just a gif of Robin Williams yeah, and, blowing. And I know the scene, too. I know the scene. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's blowing a kiss at Alfred uh, while Alfred's on stage. Bye-bye, homophobes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Nice to see you. Nice. Don't need not, you. Nice. Not even on. nice to see you. Bye. No, not, no, not. Yeah, don't need you. But anyway. Oh, oh Adele. That's brilliant. So brilliant. Oh. No no caption. Nothing. Just the gif. Oh, <laughs> and her train is, is beautiful. It's gorgeous. like she has a rainbow bustle. It's gorgeous. Ooh, ooh I'm Googling Ugh. that. Yeah, Lex, it's beautiful. After this. That's going to do it for us. Now I'm going to say this more important than ever. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Amen. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. And we will talk tomorrow. Donna and Steve experience up next. Bye for now.